Senhor. Well, good morning, Southview. How are we? All right. Glad to have you with us today. Merry Christmas to you all. As we begin our time together worshiping the Lord, we've got a really special day today. We'll tell you more about that here in just a moment. But as we begin our time worshiping together, I've got a video I'd like for you to watch. From deep in the mountains of Columbia, I want to introduce you to one of our IMB missionaries. Brian is here sharing the gospel among the indigenous people of Columbia. Thank you so much for your prayers and your supports, uh, giving to Lottie Moon and to the cooperative program. And we're here in an indigenous community. It took almost all day to get here, and it's one of the closest communities up in this mountain. And because of your giving and prayers, we're able to bring the gospel to this place and help Christians disciple, be discipled, and for them to take the gospel further up the mountain to people who've never heard. Well, today, as we gather together, I mentioned we're going to do something a little different. We're going to be led by our worship team today to have a Christmas music worship experience, setting our hearts and our minds on Christ. And the focus today isn't so much to set our minds on the fact that Jesus came, but why he came. So why did Jesus come? Matthew chapter 1, 20 and 21 tells us why. So Joseph had just heard that Mary was pregnant, and he knew it wasn't his. And so Matthew chapter 1 says that Joseph set in his heart that he was going to put Mary away. He was, he was leaving her. He was like, that, that's, that's not my child, right? And, and so, I mean, imagine you're, the woman that you're engaged to comes to you and says, well, I've got good news and I've got bad news, right? The bad news isn't pregnant. The good news is God did it, so it's okay. He wasn't quite sure about that, so he was going to put her away. And then one night in a dream, an angel came to him and said in Matthew 20, or excuse me, Matthew chapter 1, 20 and 21, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. It's not just that Jesus came, but why did Jesus come? Jesus came to save us from our sin. Jesus came not just to remain a baby in a manger, but to grow up to become a sacrifice hanging on a cross. My sacrifice, your sacrifice, so that we can be 
forgiven of our sins and made one with God and made children of God. That's why in the video that we showed during this Christmas season, we focused in on Lottie Moon International Missions Offering. It's a chance for us to pull our resources together to raise financial support, to see missionaries go to places like that so that they can share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to give for that. You can give online, Market Lottie Moon. You can give in the giving boxes as you leave, just Market Lottie Moon or Christmas offering. A chance for us to be a part of seeing the gospel go to the ends of the earth. Because again, it's not just that he came, but why he came, so that we can be saved from our sin. So today, we're going to worship, we're going to sing, and we're going to listen, and we're going to read scripture, and we're going to pray. And as we do all of that, our desire is that your hearts will be set on Jesus Christ, that your affections will grow more and more for him, that you'll be ministered to today in a great and powerful way through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that we will be able to say with one voice, Jesus is King, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is my Savior, my life belongs to him. So let's bow our heads. I want to begin our time together praying for us. So God, I just thank you. I thank you, Jesus, that you came. And I thank you, Jesus, that not just that you came, but why you came. To be my sacrifice for my sin because I was far from God. I was a rebel against God. I was a hater of God. I was an enemy of God. But you came to be a sacrifice for my sin so that I can be made new you did that for all of us. So I pray, Lord, today that our hearts are set on you, our minds are set on you, our affections are set on you, and we will see how great and glorious you are today. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.
chapter 1 verses 30 through 33 say this but the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary you have found favor with God you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call his name Jesus he will be great will be called the son of the most high the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever his kingdom
So we want to take some time here to transition the service from you sitting and listening and receiving, sort of soaking up the truths of Christ and who He is, respective of this season. I want to give you a chance here in just a moment for yourselves to voice your praises to Jesus Christ for who He is coming to earth this season as a sacrifice for our sins. And we really want today to be a time for you and I to set our hearts and our minds on Christ and what all this really means. So I don't know if you realize this year or not, but this time of year can be a little busy. There's a lot going on. There's a lot we're all doing. We can be very distracted. We want to take some time today for all of us to set our hearts and our minds truly on what matters and what all this is, is ultimately, obviously about, and that's Jesus Christ. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, we're told, 
Set your minds on things that are above where Christ is, not on things that are on earth. So we see here, God is telling us, look, you have two options for where your mind is. It can either be on earth or it can be in heaven. Speaking of having our minds focused on Christ. Have you ever heard the expression, someone is so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good? You ever heard that? The idea behind that is someone is thinking so much about God, so much about heaven, so much about Christ, so much of the things of God, that they're just not much practical good on earth. Can I tell you that I think that statement is wrong? Uh, for me, not you, but just me, Brad Lynch, I can say for me, there has never ever been a time in my life where I was so heavenly minded that I was now of no earthly good. But there have been a lot of times in my life where I was so earthly minded that I now became no heavenly good. My heart, my mind, my thoughts, my affections, my desires, my dreams my, were so focused on this earth that it kind of acts like a ceiling, right? Where it, it stops. I can't, I can't, my heart can't get to the things of God. So we're told here in Colossians 3, but don't be that. Set your mind on the things that are above where Christ is. Set your mind on Christ. Set your heart on Christ. And as you do that, the great truth is, as you do that, he finally frees your heart up so that you can be of good on this earth. Let's just be honest. If you right now have something serious that you're working through, something serious that you're dealing with. Maybe this time of year you're experiencing loss fresh again for someone who has passed. If you think about that and you saturate your heart in that and you focus on your difficult situation or the strife you may be going through, do you feel any peace, any joy, any hope, any encouragement? No. Right? It feels heavier and heavier and heavier as if your heart is being pushed more and more and more to this earth. Conversely, though, if we can set our minds on Christ, our hope on Christ, our joy in Christ, now our heart gets set free to, yes, still walk through the difficult things of this earth, but with a different viewpoint, a different mindset, a different perspective. Our hearts are on Christ, and so we're able to now go through the things of this world in a way that can bring glory and honor to God. And so our hope for today is that we are able to help in doing that. Setting your heart and mind on Christ, focusing it on Him. So I want to give you a moment just to bow your heads for me. And, and I want to give you a chance right now, just you and the Lord. Maybe you need to confess and repent of the fact that your heart has been really tied to this earth. You need to just admit that and be honest about that and say, God, I've been focused on this earth and the things of this earth and the needs of this earth and the struggles of this earth. I confess that. I give that to you. I lay all of that at your feet. I just want to set my heart on you, Jesus. Take just a moment and pray through that. Setting consciously right now, praying through, setting your heart on Christ not the things of this earth.
Lord, we confess it is so easy for our hearts to bend towards this earth. It's just a magnet that draws us. But I pray, God, today that it gets to be a fresh reminder to pull away from that and to set our hearts, our minds, our desires, our thoughts, our affections on you, not on the things of this earth. And as we do that, we're freed up to finally actually enjoy the things of this earth. The only way we can enjoy this earth is if our minds are set on you. And we see everything through your perspective and through your viewpoint and through your eyes. So I pray, Lord, you empower us today as we do that. As we sing, I pray, God, that you empower our worship and our voices will be lifted and our cares will be lifted and our minds will be set on you, Jesus, as our great and glorious gift here at Christmas, the sacrifice for our sins. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We pray this in your name. Amen. So we want to take this section of our time together that you guys would stand with us and we have, we have heard the gospel preached through psalms that you would stand with us and we would sing these great truths of God and we would marvel in Christ. So why don't you guys stand with us and let's sing together.
suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord made known to us. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Oh 
seat. Wow, what a great service. What a great day. Just singing praises to Jesus, setting our hearts on Him. You know, as we, as we think about all that we've sung and all that we've heard and all the scripture that we've read, the one verse that I think sums it all up best for me would be John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He, what's the word? His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him would never perish but have everlasting life. God gave. Again, as we think about Christmas and the season of giving, we're all giving gifts and receiving gifts. Jesus being the greatest gift ever given. For God so loved the world, He gave His Son for us as a sacrifice so that as we trust by faith and believe in Him, we can be set free from our sin, made right with God, made children of God, given brand new life in Him. So my question for you today is, have you received that gift? You know, you can be given a gift all wrapped up, but the only way that gift is any good for you is if you unwrap it and take it as your own, right? If someone wraps up a gift and give it to you and you say, oh, thank you, and you sort of chuck it over your shoulder or set it down and never open it, it's not, you're not really receiving that gift. For you, Jesus was given, not just a baby in a manger, but growing up, becoming our sacrifice on the cross, dying for our sin, being buried, rising again three days later to prove that He is indeed God in flesh. Have you received Him? Have you taken Him as your 
So when we think about giving, there are two givings that need to happen for salvation. One, you need to see that Jesus was given as a sacrifice for your sin. Two, you need to see that, accept it as that, and then give him your life to have, to do whatever he wants with. Salvation is not so much about you asking Jesus into your life. It's about you giving Jesus your life, and he does with it whatever he desires. Have you given him your life? Not do you believe certain things. Not do you understand that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. You understand the facts and all the... Have you actually given Jesus your life? Say, it's yours. You do with it whatever you want. Today can be that day for you. So I want to ask everyone just to bow their heads for me. And today, if, if you've never received the gift of salvation in Christ and responded by then giving Jesus your life, today can be that day. And I can't think of a better season to do that in than Christmas, the season of giving. Jesus knowing that you are a sinner. You are a rebel, a rebel against God. The Bible would call you a, an enemy of God. You say, whoa, 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 that's a little too far. I'm not God's enemy. Well, the Bible says that you are. And what makes that dangerous is that many of us don't consider ourselves that. And so we just keep floating through life, never realizing our ultimate need for salvation. The Bible says this is who you are. You're far from God. You're an enemy of God. The Bible would even call you, go so far as to call you a hater of God. Do not recoil against that and go, no, that's not true of me. Accept that as fact. That is true of you. That's why you need a Savior. Today, you can simply just say, Jesus, I know that you came and you died on the cross for my sin. You rose again. I ask you today, Take away my sin. I give you my life. I belong to you. If that's your heart today, that's your desire, that's your prayer, I want to encourage you after the service. Come let us know. Come talk to me. Come find me. We want to know that. We want to help you and encourage you and, and lead you forward in this new life now in Christ. But for all of us during this season, we would set our hearts on Jesus great sacrifice only through him can we really experience true joy in this world Jesus coming to earth is what brought joy to this world it's only Christ so Lord we thank you we thank you for your gift we thank you God for giving us your son we thank you Jesus for willingly laying your life down as a sacrifice we thank you, Holy Spirit, for convicting us of our sin, showing us our need for Jesus, and bringing that truth into our hearts, regenerating us, washing us clean. Thank you. I pray today as we, again, set our minds on you, our hearts on you, I pray that we sing again with hearts filled with joy because we know you are the only reason true joy has ever come into this world. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen. Hey, everyone, stand with us. We're going to finish with one last song. Joy to the world because...
Christ has come. Amen? Let's sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. for me guys as we wrap up our time together uh, one if you're a guest with us today welcome we're so glad that you're here and I, and I can't think of a better day for you to come if this is your first time with us just a time for us to as a church lift our voices together and set our hearts on Christ but if you are a guest with us we'd love to connect with you best way you can do that is just to pull out your cell phone and text the word CONNECT to our number, 910-424-1298. We'll send you a link, tap on that, answer a couple of quick questions, just so we can know that you're here, so we can know how to pray for you, minister to you in the best way possible. But thank you so much for being with us today. And, and for all of us, uh, a few announcements just we want you to know about as we are in this season. One... Going into the next couple of weeks with our schedule, what that's going to look like. Uh, Christmas Eve service, 5 o'clock here. Come be a part of that. That's always one of the best things we do every year, and it's going to be a packed house. Get here early, all right? Get early, get a seat, 5 o'clock Christmas Eve. Wonderful way to uh, go into this Christmas weekend. And then on Christmas Day, Sunday, we're going to have one service at 11, all right? No journey groups. No kids' ministry, no youth ministry, nothing. Just everyone in this room, 11 o'clock, Christmas Day, to worship together and celebrate Christ. And I promise we'll get you out soon, quick, and let you get on. I know many of us have other things going on that day. We want to be respectful of that. But it's important that we gather on the Lord's Day on Christmas Day. That's kind of a big deal. And so if you can do that, if you can make that, be a part of that, we'd love to have you with us. Also, during this Christmas season, the next two Wednesdays, December 21st and December 28th, there'll be no church activities, no youth, no children, no journey groups this coming Wednesday, the 21st. 
and then the Wednesday after Christmas, the 28th, all right? So remember all of those dates. As the new year starts up, a couple of things we want you to know about missions. We've got a mission trip coming to Hungary, May 26th through June 6th. There's going to be an interest meeting for that on January 8th. So uh, be mindful of that. Be a part of that if you're interested in learning more about that mission trip. And then our equip classes as the new year starts up. Our equip classes are classes that really kind of teach, again, big ideas of the Christian faith. And so we have a whole new slate of equip classes coming up and some great ones. How to read the Bible. Um, We've got a class on parenting. We've got a class on being a biblical wife. But I want to real quick draw your attention to one class. All right? On Wednesday evenings, how to experience new life in Christ. I want to draw attention to that because I want to uh, pique your curiosity and interest in signing up for that class specifically. Here's why. Many of us who are Christians, we know there are certain things that should be true of us as Christians, but it's kind of hard to live that out. And How do you live that out? What does that mean? That title tells it all. We don't want you to just know about the Christian life or know about Jesus and know what should be true. We want you to be able to daily experience new life in Christ. Isn't that different? It's totally different from knowing the truth and desiring to live in the truth and then being able to live it as your experience on a day-to-day basis. That's what this class is going to help walk you towards. If there's, they're all fantastic. If there's one that rings your bell, jump into it. But if you're not sure which one, or you weren't sure about doing any of them, if you can swing it on a Wednesday night, I want to encourage you to sign up for that class. That has the potential, that class, of legitimately changing your life. And I'm not overstating this. Consider that class. But all of them are amazing. You can text the word EQUIP to our number. Uh, 910-424-1298. Again, we'll send you a link. Tap on that. You'll have a list of classes. Tap on the one you like. Check it. And then sign up for that. Uh, It'll be fantastic. I encourage you. It'll be potentially, again, life-changing for you. Also, beginning in the new year, our latest new members class is going to start up January 15th, 22nd, and 29th. If you've been visiting with us, this has been kind of your uh, place of worship that next step we want you to take is covenant membership, all right? It's a big part of our discipleship process is you being a covenant member. That's a big deal for your own soul's sake. We encourage you to take that step. And so if you're interested in that, you want to find out more about that, sign up for our membership class. Taking the class does not obligate you to be a member, but it is the first step towards membership. So we encourage you to sign up for that. You can text the word member to sign up for those classes, all right? And then for everything else, all our other announcements, you can download our app, iTunes or Google Play. You can also uh, give online there or in the giving boxes as you leave, whatever works best for you, all right? And I love you guys. I know the next couple of weeks are busy travel time, so I may not see some of you for a while. So if I don't see you, Merry Christmas. We love you guys so much. Have a wonderful Christmas season. Let me pray for us and I'll let you go, all right? God, thank you. Thank you for your gift. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for just the joy of Jesus and what this means. I ask you, Lord, that our hearts will be stirred up even more so for you. We love you with all of our hearts. Thank you for giving, for taking us in, 
and making us new. I pray this season our hearts are set on you as our greatest gift we've ever possibly been given. We love you, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Merry Christmas. Celebrate Jesus the Christ.